I think everyone does it. But the sad thing is, is that when then when that's over, mm. or let's say you don't have a love for that anymore, mm. and you don't feel like you can get out of it, then you're you're like, I can't get that's all that people know me as I can't No, I got to stick with it when you really don't love it anymore. You don't give yourself permission to leave it and to find a new passion, which is totally okay. Hey there, friend. Welcome back to the Self-Love Breakfast Club. My name is Crystal Rose. I am your host, and you have found yourself back on another girlfriend chat. My friend Deb is here again today, and we are going to talk on some topical topics. (laughs) Topical topical topics. (laughs) Say hi, Deb. Hey, how's it going? I am good. We're good. It's okay. I had a weird week. I had a weird... Yeah, it was a weird week. I was traveling and and it was almost like one calamity after another. So you're going to be okay. It's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. It was like big things. And then also little things. Like I right. broke my necklace that I wear all the time, you know, just like stupid oh. stuff and then like bigger right. stuff. And I was like, I need to go hide. <laughs> yeah. Well, I will say one thing before we get going. I like that you post all that stuff about, you know, you're just, you don't have to tell everyone details, but it's just one of yeah. those things where it's like, okay, cool. I'm not the only one because yeah. I had a week like that too, you know, type thing. So it yeah. is cool that you get to, you know, you share that with your listeners. So thank you. Yeah. I mean, I, feel it's important, right? It's important to me because I think like we can follow people on the gram, um, mm-hmm. you know, listen to podcasts or whatever, and just like see this person as being like untouchable or, oh, right. they're, you know, they've made it and they're so charmed and everything about their life is charmed. And it's like, ah, no, <laughs> you know, right. there's still a lot that, happens here. And so it's just kind of important, you know, just like you said, for me to share, because then you feel like less alone, like, oh, okay. Like (laughs) I'm normal. (laughs) She deals with that stuff too. (laughs) So today, what are we talking about, Deb? What are we, what are we jamming on right now? So, I mean, just the topic of, I don't even know what to call it, but yourself, like in my head, I'm picturing like two different things. Like here's yourself over here and here's what you do over here, whatever occupation it is. And even you know, full-time stay-at-home mom, whatever it is you do, you know, you say the things you do. Like I say, I teach PE. So Mm. like I'm a PE teacher. That's what I do. And so I think a lot of people have trouble separating that and I'm guilty of it as well. And we're only human. And this topic was brought about obviously on conversation with, you know, some friends yesterday, actually. So it's just kind of fresh in my brain. We were talking about our parents and I don't know, we were just you know how girls talk, we can talk about a million thousand things. But somehow the topic came in. And one of my friends is like, yeah, we're talking about our parents being retired. And she's like, yeah, my parents are retired. But gosh, my mom is just like struggling. Mm. She doesn't know what to do with herself. And she's kind of lost. And I think that I think that's common. I imagine it's common. I'm not retired. I can't wait till (laughs) I can retire. That's for damn sure. (laughs) But you know, and but I imagine it is one of those things where it's like you put yourself so much into your work and mm-hmm. that is your life. That's your legacy. That's your whatever. And there's nothing wrong with that. So I'm not trying to knock on people taking pride in the work. Everyone does that. Everyone has passion. Yeah, there's, there's a difference though. Cause what we're talking about here is we're so tightly tied to our identity. One of our identities, right? Like being, being a PE teacher, that is one of your identities. It's not mm-hmm. your only identity, but a lot of people will tie what they do really, really tightly to that's it. That's who they are. And and I see moms do that as well. You know, I know women who 
have very full lives before they had children and then they have children and then they're just a mom. And I'm not saying I don't view them as just a mom, but that's pretty much how they, you know, present themselves. Like they're a mom, everything revolves around them being a mom. And they're so tightly like wound into that like box. And then what I've seen, you know, just from, you know, observing and just friends and even reading books, like fiction books about this or nonfiction books in terms of like, then, you know, if you're a mom, then you're wrapped up into what kind of mom am I? What are people Mm. thinking about me? How well of a job am I doing? And then you start comparing your mom work to other moms Mm -hmm. and what they're doing. And, um, and the same goes for anyone with any job, you know, I can easily, I mean, and I do this, look at, you know, another teacher or another educator who is maybe doing a lot more cooler teacher things than I'm doing with my class. Cooler <laughs> <look> teacher things. <laughs> cooler, more cool, cooler, more cooler. I do not teach English for a reason, but it, more, you know, better things, you know, than me. And I can look and say, oh crap, I'm not doing that. What's wrong with me? And, you know, start beating myself up about yeah. that. But I think a lot of people do mesh them. A lot mm-hmm. of people of like, this is what I do. I am nothing without this thing that yeah. I do. Who am I? Right. Exactly. I went through that with fitness. I feel like when I first got into fitness, and I think that this is pretty common as well. You know, you get into fitness and you're, you start feeling better. You you look, you're looking better and you're enjoying it. And especially like, you know, when you're lifting weights, it's like, oh, wow, I'm strong and I'm getting stronger and this is awesome. And you kind of like learn the lifestyle and then you get into the lifestyle and then it becomes you and you're posting about it. And it's just, all, all consuming. And instead of it, you know, just being something cool that you want to share with the world, it's literally like all you really want to talk about. I found that to be, um, I felt like I was just a fitness person after a while. Like I was, that's all I was putting out there, like on Instagram or on the internet. And I was like, I don't, at one point I was just like, I don't even feel like I can post anything else, you know, because it's like, everyone knows the, that fitness segment of me if I post anything else, like I post a picture of my dog or something else, like it won't get as many likes, you know, <laughs> they forget that you're a human and you have other interests and other things that you like to do as well. Forget, yeah. you forget it yourself. Most you forget it. Exactly. <laughs> like you can forget that. And it's just like, yeah. you, you have this like one-sided one-dimensional like view of yourself, but you know, identities are, are it's like clothes. Like you put them on you know, like you're not a PE teacher when you come home and you're, you know, sitting in front of your TV or doing, you know, out on a date or out with a girlfriend or something like you're yeah. not in your wearing your PE teacher hat. You're, you're wearing a different one. You know? Yeah, exactly. Well, and just like you, like I was, I was involved in the sports world my whole life. I played, you know, college softball. So for a while, my identity was wrapped in just playing softball. Like at my hometown, like everywhere I'd go, you know, my, you know, people would know me like, oh yeah, you know, you're, you know, that's Deb. She's a pitcher for da, 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 da. And it's funny because my ex-husband made a comment one time back when we were married. He's like, wow, everyone just knows you as the softball player, you know, kind of like in a backhanded way, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks. But it was true. And that's who, you know, that's, you know, and I'm young and back then, and, you know, you kind of wrap your identity in that. And I think that's super common. And I think everyone I think everyone does it. But the sad thing is, is that when, then when that's over, Mm. or let's say you don't have a love for that anymore Mm. and you don't feel like you can get out of it, then you're, you're like, I can't get, that's all that people know me as. I can't No, I got to stick with it. When you really don't love it anymore, you don't give yourself permission to leave it and to find a new passion. 
which is totally okay. And have a different phase in life that you're going to go through. That's normal to leave it and to be okay with it. But a lot of people are not okay with it. They don't want to leave it. And they think that, I don't know, people are going to think differently of them or they're not going to get the accolades that they've been getting or whatever. But I, people struggle with that. I did too for a little bit. I, it took me a while to leave the um, personal training world. And I mean, when I say personal trainer, I say it in the most loose terms possible. I don't <laughs> even have any certification. I have my master's in kinesiology and a credential in PE and that's it. And I like working out. So I just started training people. And then I kind of, I, I left that, but then I felt guilty because people would contact me like, why aren't you doing this anymore? And I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like, I, I don't know. I just kind of stopped and I was okay with it. <laughs> yeah. Deb <laughs> dropping bombs over here. like <laughs> Exactly. And Seriously. then... Um, yeah. And then, well, and then I got to pick up other things like, you know, or kind of show, showcase, I guess, things that I like to do. Like I like writing books for fun and, you know, and so I got to tell people about that part of me. Oh my God, I didn't know you wrote, you know, I didn't know you were an author quote. I say author in loose terms as well. You're an author. I, so, thank you. If you're right, you're writing, you're doing it. You're an author. Done. Self-pub- self-published. But, um, yes. but I, I felt weird talking about that because I w- I'm known as the athletic person, the mm. trainer, the PE teacher. So it felt weird for a little bit saying like, yeah, I wrote a book. And, and, for, and to be honest, I still kind of put it on the back burner a little bit because that's not kind of what I'm quote known for. So even I struggle currently yeah. with that, with like bringing that in like, no, this is what I can do also. Some people think it's weird that you can do all kinds of different things like they do. They do. Because like yeah. I, I've always done like 15 million things and it just because it, and honestly, I'll even say this, like it, it can be major hindrance <laughs> when you're like squirrel brain and you want to do all the things. And especially when you're also business minded and you think it, you want need to monetize everything and you don't, but yeah, so I would be, you know, doing all of these things. And I like, when I used to date and stuff, I would sit there on this date and like, oh yeah. And like this, that and everything. And they'd be like, well, you do everything. Like, what don't you do? And I'm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I just like, I get interested in something and then I try it or I do it. Or I had every weird job, you know, like did the strangest jobs yeah. in my twenties, but yeah, people are kind of like taken aback by it because it's like this whole, you know, jack of all trades or jack of many trades, master of none. Like that's such a horrible thing. And like, Yeah. I mean, if you really want to be really, 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 really good at one thing, you should probably focus on that one thing. But if it brings you joy to dabble, then friggin' dabble. Who cares? Dabble. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. And I think you, I, one of your posts on your stories a, a while ago, well, you were talking about your podcast and you were saying, I wanted to do you know, uh, you know, 12 a month or, you know, your number. And then you, you shared with everyone on your story, like, uh, you know, I'm going to, sw- I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm going to do something else. I feel like it's not working, but it kind of yeah. sent, it sent, it sent the positive message of it's okay to change your mind just because I said something and put it out there in the world. Yeah. I can do it if I want to, if I want to make it work and I want to make the things happen to stick to it. Cool. But if not, that's okay too. <laughs> yeah. And guess what? We're probably going back down to four a month. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Because, that's totally okay. Because let me tell you, as much as on my is on my plate right now, like I love this podcast. But yeah, I feel like I honestly believe, and and you guys, if you disagree with me, please slide up in my DMs at Xoros. Let me know. But I, I feel like I'm almost overwhelming people with the amount of content that I am putting out now. 
Mm. And I feel like, you know, it's like, here's another one. Here's another one. And I think some people like it because, you know, they finish an episode and they want to listen to another one if they're already caught up. And then others, I think when you feel like you are so behind, you're just like, screw it. I'm, I'm never going to get caught up anyway. And then just stop listening. So I feel like I can, if I focus on putting out four really awesome episodes a month and then just like work on spreading the message, have, have tell your friends to listen, <laughs> um, then I think that would feel better for me. But I wouldn't have really known that had I not stretched all the way to 12 and, and done the 12 and been like, whoa, okay, that's too much for me and probably too much for my audience. And then going down to eight and feeling like, it's still, you know, even asking myself, is it uncomfortable um, or is it really not working? And and so, you know, it's okay. It's okay to, to tell the world you're going to do a thing and then change your mind or alter the thing because you're mm-hmm. the one doing it. You're the one well, living it. <laughs> exactly. Well, here's the important part out of everything you just said. You, you totally put your mental like self before all of those mm. promises that you made to yourself or to whoever, because at the end of the day, if you know, you're, you know, you know, you know who you are in your yeah. true sense and you are honest with yourself and you're like, okay, I don't really want to do that. I know I said I was going to do it, but I'm at the, this yeah. point where I'm either taking on too much or you just have a change of creative heart or whatever the case may be. If you, if you're right. honest with yourself, I think that's a good step in knowing your true self because that is you separating yourself from what you do. Right. And and honestly, how are you supposed to know if you don't try it, right? Like so if I just stayed at four, you know, forever, then there might have been this like itch inside of me that wanted to try 12 and felt like I, you know, was a failure or not I'm not good enough because I'm not doing 12. When you jump up to 12 or you, you know, come back to eight and kind of dabble around, it's giving me the space to see how it feels. Mm-hmm. And is this something I want to do? Or you know what? If we take it back down to four in the future, if I decide to pop back up to eight, well, now I have knowledge. I have evidence. I've tried it. I know what it feels like. I know what it takes for me to get that done. So I don't feel bad about it. You know, I'm just trying to put good shit out into the world and, and help people and, you know, make you feel good or whatever you're getting from this. And so if I do that in four episodes and that works, cool. If I do that in 12, great. But I don't need to feel like I'm popping out content every single day to feel good about myself. I just don't. (laughs) And I'm willing to mess up. And, you know, if it makes me look like a jerk, if people are like, wow, what a loser, you know, then, okay, well, that's your opinion. That's fine. There's a whole other other topic right there. Yeah. (laughs) People think, yeah. And I think you had a, I referenced your podcast a lot, obviously, but um, thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) Not more on me, but uh, your episode on the glamorization of overworking. Mm -hmm. So if you guys haven't listened to that, I'm sorry, I don't know what what number it is, but um, I think it's called Glamour. I'm either girl. I'll look it up while you're talking. <laughs> that one was really good just because you mentioned, you mentioned, you know, in today's, especially with social media and it's 2021 and, and don't get me wrong. I love that people are driven and there are inspiring and encouraging messages out there to follow your dreams and your passions. Like that is the good part. Mm. The flip side of that. And this is kind of what you talk about on that episode is that there's a glamorization to overwork and to hustle 
and to um, I'll sleep when I'm dead type mm-hmm. thing and to just go, go, go and like kill yourself and lose yourself along the way. Now, if yeah. there's anyone out there who can actually do that without losing their sense of self, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to meet them, I guess. But well, I mean, how can you really have a sense of self when you feel burned all the hell, you know, when you just feel mm-hmm. super dead and burned out and exhausted all the time? Like, and you're a robot. Yeah, that's not that's not living like in alignment in yourself. And and honestly, you know, I work a ton, but I have a great support system and I know when to rest and I know what I need to sustain my well-being. And I know what it feels like when I'm even slightly out of alignment. Like I just know what that feels like. And instead of like, you know, I don't panic and be like, oh my God, everything's off. I'm just kind of like, okay let's just do a check-in. Let's see how I feel, you know, and let's, let's pop back into where we belong. But a lot of people don't do that. A lot of people are just kind of like, go, 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 go. It's okay. I'm getting burnt out, but like, I'll get to rest in two weeks or something. And it's like, no, (laughs) if you need rest then you have to prioritize rest, like you have to figure that out. It was episode 101, by the way, if you guys didn't listen, it is episode 101 about the glamorization of overworking. Uh, But Deb, I want to go back to a point that you said about like moving on from something, right? Like this was your, your job, your identity, and like, maybe you retired or maybe you're sick of it and you're doing something new. Like, I really want to go back to that. Cause like you were like literally (laughs) dropping bombs and then we just kept going. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I do. Sorry. (laughs) I love it. It's fine. (laughs) But yeah, no, I really, I really want to talk about that because I think like especially, you know, people think they're too old, you know, like, well, I've, well, I've done this my whole life. And so like, I got to keep doing it or, and it's just yeah, like, that's not true. You don't have to do the same thing. You don't have to even be the same person, you know, like you get to change. That's what's so beautiful about humans is that we change. We're mm-hmm. not the same that we were however many years ago. And especially if you start something and you love it, and then it no longer brings you joy, you don't have to do it anymore. Just because you used to love it before. I mean, that's happens in relationships. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so funny. I don't know what notion I had this, you know, or who brought me this notion, or maybe it's, I don't know, maybe I just made it up in my head. But when I was younger, when I first got my teaching job, I thought that I thought I'm going to teach and then I'm going to teach until I'm whatever, 60, whatever, and retire. And I mentioned that to my stepmom one day and I said something like, well, this is what I'm going to do for the rest of my life. And she's like, and it's funny, her, she and my stepbrother at the same time both said, no, you don't. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what? And it was like a, like a bomb for me because I don't know where I got that from. My parents didn't like tell, no one told me that, but I think it was just a, I just, a, I don't know, it was an implication or something. Yeah. That's societal conditioning. Yeah. Right. Have you seen, I haven't gotten to watch it yet, but I really need to. It's on my list. And and I only watch shows like this, like when my husband's not around, he's been around a lot. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm about to get through some other stuff. My unorthodox life. No, but I've, I've seen, I've seen it on, it's on Netflix. Yeah. I haven't watched it. I know what you're talking about. I don't, is it, I don't know if it's Julie Hart or Julia Hart. Sorry. Um, I'm not really great with reality show and reality show stars. However, I'm bringing her up because, like, first of all, what a freaking badass. This woman was an Orthodox Jew and she was in this like community where she 
like she was saying, I felt like I was in a time machine when she got out of it because she wasn't like listening to music or you know, watching movies, which is like my boarding school. Okay. But <laughs> this was for 43 years. So this woman is in this community for 43 years, gets out and eight years later is a fashion mogul, the co-owner and CEO of Elite model management, whatever it's called. I mean, insane, insane. Flying to Paris, like doing fashion week and stuff, just like a boss. And and it got me like thinking, you know, just how I've heard so many people be like, well, it's too late to do something else. <laughs> you know, right. it's too yeah. late to start something. I'll never yeah. get to where I want to go. And I'm like, this it took this woman eight years. First of all, most people think eight years to get your business off the ground and to do well is like too long. And I've got news for you. (laughs) It takes, it takes a long time to be successful in a business a lot longer than you think it does. And a lot longer than it looks like everyone else does, but eight years, what a short time to just go from, from zero to being on top at age 43. And I'm obsessed. Like I am actually really excited to watch this just because like how how amazing is that? How what a beautiful example! What an amazing inspiration she is to women in their in their forties to be like, if I can do this, coming from I lived in a, under a rock, you know, right. you can go from living under a rock, basically societally in a way, right. to this. What isn't possible? Right? Yeah. Exactly. And just the whole, I mean, well, and then on the flip side with like, you're doing something, one thing your whole life and, you know, going back to the whole, like, you know, mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm afraid to retire or I'm, or I'm afraid to change, you know, to, you know, to flip it and try something new. I feel like that's when yourself and what you do mesh too much. Mm-hmm. And it's almost like you're giving the thing that you do control over, how you feel about yourself, how you perceive yourself, how you believe other people perceive you. Yeah. And then it becomes a whole, and then you become a slave to it. And then it, and then maybe it's no longer fun and it's, you don't have the passion for it anymore. And then it kind of like is, do you dig you in a deeper hole and then you stay with it forever. And then when, it, when you do finally leave it, then you're like, now mm-hmm. what? And then you're completely lost. So I feel like that yeah. Dark, dark rabbit hole right there. Yeah. There's like this attachment of worth to what you do. And honestly, with Rebellia, I I was that way for years, you know, like I would I would take a loss as a personal failure. You know, mm-hmm. if something went bad in the company, it was my fault. If something went well in the company, well, it was a fluke. <laughs> You know, you give yourself credit. Come on, knows if it'll happen again. You know, it was like it was horrible, and and I was miserable for so long. And I'm like, when does this get fun? Like, when will I reach that level of success or joy or whatever? And and honestly, I had to. I had to shift. I had to detach my worth from what I did. And and honestly, that stemmed from. Mm-hmm childhood stuff that that stemmed from some parental wounding I had going on. I was hustling for my worth. I was trying to get acknowledgement and validation from the one person who was never going to give it to me. And mm-hmm. it didn't matter how many people like customers or followers or, or anyone came up and was like, you're awesome. You're amazing. Blah, blah, blah. I love this. I'd be like, great, cool. Thanks. <laughs> like, keep going, <laughs> you know, keep going. Cause I, I couldn't feel it. 
And I, I was still just like striving for the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. You can take the exact same thing. I'm still doing, you know, with Rebellia, right? I mean, right now it's kind of a shit show because I'm, I'm adjusting and we're in transition. But even so much as like last year, when I decided I'm going to have fun, I'm going to have fun. I'm going to celebrate the little things, no matter how dumb they may seem. And I'm not going to take it personally. If we have a bad day of sales, I'm not going to take it personally. If no one likes my favorite, whatever dress that I was so excited about, like it's not a personal hit it has nothing to do with me at all. And just separated myself from it. And oh my gosh, did I have so much more fun? It was so much easier. Like there was so much more flow identity wise. I battled being a boutique owner for the longest time. I hated that being my title. I was like, oh, I am not a boutique owner. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm an entrepreneur, which I am. But yeah, it just, you know, I didn't, I felt icky to me. But if you are, like you said, wrapping yourself up in like what others think or directly tying your worth to the outcomes or to what you're doing. Like there's no way you can be happy. Mm-hmm. There's no. no way. No. It's such a freeing thing when you do, when you are able to finally separate yourself or at least try to, I mean, don't get me wrong. I feel like I'm pretty separated, but there are times where I'm like, oh, okay, I'm meshed. I'm meshed with what I do again, because I am not feeling great. I'm not myself. I'm not, like, you know, you start mm-hmm. to you know, the more you practice that you start to get to know yourself and you can feel when you're doing that, but it is a freeing thing to be able to have fun with what you're doing and to keep that passion there and to feel completely okay with saying, I'm going to, I can walk away from this tomorrow and I'll be okay. Yeah. (laughs) With myself, maybe not financially for a little bit, maybe financially (laughs) struggle for a second, but I will be okay. Cause at the end of the day, I just, I know who I am and I have me and that's okay. But oh yes. <laughs> so good. Yeah. 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 So, I love that. That's amazing. Yes. I had yeah. someone ask me before on a podcast interview. They were like, What okay, so tomorrow everything's gone. <laughs> Everything with your business is gone. And it didn't even stress me out, to be honest. I was just like, Well, I do something <laughs> else, you know? I was like, it's yeah. not what I do. What I do is going to shift and it's going to change. It's what's inside of me. Like I am the special sauce. And I think that if you guys listening, take anything away from this, it's not what you do is not your gift. Your gift is you. You are the gift and you have these gifts that you can give to others and to yourself, but you are the special sauce. Mm -hmm. No one can do it like you. No one can It doesn't matter if you have the exact same business as someone else. You don't because you are at the helm of it. And I think that that's really important. And I love that you said that. I love that you said that, Deb, because it's like, yeah. 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 (laughs) On that note. Confetti out, confetti and sparkles out right now. I know. I should have some for these. (laughs) (laughs) On that note, I think, I feel like we got the point across. I think so. Yeah. Just freaking. Yeah. I mean, just be you. You're the gift. Just like you said, that was a good ending. You are the Mm -hmm. gift. You are you. You don't need anything to do to make yourself feel worthy. You are worthy because you are a, you're you, you're a human. Exactly. You are worthy just for being you, just for being Mm -hmm. alive. I love it. All right, guys, you know uh, where to find me if you want to pop into my DMs and just tell me what you thought of the episode. And then also Deb, like Deb, I don't even think you've even dished out your Instagram or anything on here. So go ahead and do that. Just you oh. guys want to follow Deb. She's a joy. She's a treasure. Hey, oh, thank you. Yes. I'm a, I'm a ginger. Is that what you said? A, a treasure, but okay. <laughs> I'm a, 
<laughs> I'm a treasured ginger. We'll just. I mean, you that. are a ginger as well, but I, I called you a treasure. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> you guys, speaking of, yes, I, I'm a treasure. Thank you. Speaking of ginger, what I just said, my handle is at gingerspice28 on Instagram. I'm heavy on Instagram. I do have Facebook eh, that I dabble in every once in a while. Um, I don't really have anything else. So on Instagram at gingerspice28. You can slide into my DMs there too, I guess. And then, awesome. yeah, you're the best. If, yeah. <laughs> if, I'll be the second choice. If, if Crystal is back to you, then you can DM me. I always, <laughs> I always reply. They know, they know. I always reply. Thank you guys so much for being here with us today. We have so much fun together and I, I really hope you guys enjoy this. And if you do, please share with a friend, help us grow. Thanks so much. Have a beautiful rest of your day and see you soon. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.